0: All right. hello everybody welcome to the pick six podcast CBS Sports Daily NFL podcast I'm Will Benson I'm your host this is the Monday night football recap oh, I guess it's- it is Monday a few more minutes November 29th if you're if you're watching on YouTube youtube.com pick six hit the like button hit the subscribe button and you have about 11 minutes to take advantage of our Black Friday say or Black Friday Cyber Monday sale there's a QR code right by Ryan Wilson's beautiful bald head and you can scan it with your phone it'll take you right there and you can purchase pick six gear 25 percent off go do it now look at the hoodie jump breeches wearing it is incredibly comfortable so comfortable yes if it wasn't white i would sleep
1: in it but i'd sweat through it so i can't sleep in it
2: oh i I thought you you just had like a pick six decal on because you're pretty pasty i didn't know you i didn't think you had a shirt on. oh
0: you thought i was naked <laughs> right. it's a, a Shirtless. You. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you guys actually shop on a uh, on black Mo or cyber monday <sighs>
1: if i told yeah. you how much money my wife spent on cyber monday you wouldn't even believe it what did she get oh my god
0: you i know don't know she didn't buy the christmas card she never does it she always forgets to do it
1: every monday. single present we had to buy for someone got bought today
2: sure, oh you. that's good yeah i'm terrible at buying presents she sends
1: okay. me a list. She is she's she's very on the ball when it comes to getting Christmas shopping done.
2: Oh, she lets you know all the Black Friday she, deals you
1: she make? She'll let me know on Friday morning so that way if they show up on Friday, Black Friday or Cyber Monday, we can snag them so they'll be cheap. So I, I will say fun. that
0: um it's not a bad idea to go to after you get done purchasing your Pick Six podcast stuff. You can get like these uh, Amazon Fire Sticks for like 20 bucks. Nice to have, you know.
2: Wait, what? So I'm playing the uh, what's the last thing I got on Amazon? My wife ordered a, an inflatable lounge air sofa hammock for the water. We don't have a pool. What are we doing? Do you have ladies bathtub? For,
0: for her secret family, You
2: set, <laughs> you okay, set up the chair not, around not, a bathtub. As long as there's not more junk in my house, I'm okay with it going to the secret family. As long <laughs> as they don't come over, I have no issue with that.
0: <laughs> Tell my secret family not to come over.
2: Yeah, they can have all the all the send all the crap over there. All right.
1: All the inflatable chairs go to Ryan's secret family.
2: I mean, what
0: are we doing with that thing?
1: All right. I can't wait to. You need to record the conversation when you ask her about it.
0: <laughs> Anywho, 17 15, Washington takes down Seattle. Seahawks fall to three and eight. Washington now five and six back in the playoff mix with multiple divisional games coming up. Um, the NFC East has an appearance that could get pretty spicy down the stretch here. And Mike McCarthy apparently kind of sweating his job. Maybe we can get into that a little
2: bit. Oh, I, I thought Taylor that.
0: Heineke was really good in this game. Yep. Considering how early he was pressured. Oh, uh, also, hit the like button. We're going to give away a Brinson Sucks hat if we get to a certain number. So smash the like button. Brinson Sucks hat. Don't even have to buy it. Uh, so, the WFTs just absolutely took the air out of the ball and pounded the football down Seattle's throat. Antonio Gibson, 29 carries, 111 yards. That is ridiculous. Uh, Taylor Heineke actually didn't run a whole lot. Gibson also called seven plays for 35 yards. We thought he was going to... That he was gonna run some. We had that over prop as part of our um as part of our our, our podcast uh preview. What was the over? Eight, 19, 18 and He half. he, he was gonna get there and then he actually uh he got a – there was a holding call. Tyler Lockett paved the way for the Seahawks with three catches for 96 yards, all of them in the first half. I heard Wilson 20 of 31, 247 yards and two touchdowns. That stat line really frankly pull eyes how he played he was not if you take off the final drive where he led the touchdown driving
2: the freddie Swain 32 yard touchdown with no one covering him then he it he looked a lot more like geno smith than he did russell wilson
0: it was a little surprising they didn't go to geno smith to be perfectly honest i mean it's a half dozen of one i guess russell was just wasn't accurate his finger his his hand is he's clearly not there
1: it's three straight weeks where he hasn't been accurate. He's been erratic. The ball isn't going where he wants. It. I don't even know how he completed that touchdown to Freddie Swain. That was more impressive, based on how he played earlier in the game when it looked like there wasn't a chance he could complete a throw like that. I mean, it was. He just hasn't been good the past three weeks.
2: Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I don't think anyone's worried long term. It's just a matter of him coming back too soon. And Brunson, you mentioned it either yesterday or earlier in the week that if the Cardinals were not where they are and they were in the thick of this thing that we might have seen Kyler Murray sooner. So, But luckily, they have a backup they trust in Colt McCoy, who I believe went 2-1 and in his three starts. And now they're on their bye. They'll get Kyler back and they'll be fine. Whereas Russ had to be rushed back out there because they didn't play well early. Geno Smith struggled after that first game where he came in and almost led them to victory and didn't. And then that's why they're now three and eight. You're playing and what does hindsight
1: say now? It says, hey, you could have played Geno Smith these three weeks. Let Russell Wilson's hand recover, and you would have been three and eight anyway. Maybe Geno actually wins one of these past three games. Uh, so, it, you know, I just think Russell rushed back, and, you know, now their season's down the toilet.
2: So here, here's the thing. Uh, even if, let's, let's say your, your um, theory plays out their breach, and Geno plays, and they win the game, and now they're four and seven. Does it matter?
1: I think it matters if they're four and seven with a uh, Russell Wilson, who just had an extra month to heal coming in for the end of the season. Right. Cause then I think it makes it, you know, I, uh, nine and eight becomes possible with a 100% healthy Russell Wilson.
2: So, well, we don't know if he's going to be hundred percent because his fingers still look pretty terrible on Monday night. Jen Silvis in the chat asked, do they shut Russ down now that the season, I mean, the season's over. We can say what you want to say. They can win out and go nine and eight, but let's be real.
0: See, Yeah. Season is probably over. I mean, they could win out. Yes, they could win out. Um, I don't think they'll shut Russ down because of the chances that they could win out are still there. I don't think yet. he would let them shut him down. Correct. Exactly. That's, that was, gonna, <laughs> he, if they shut Russ down, he would, he would demand a trade. He would quit the team on the spot. He would, he would say, trade me this offseason. I'm out.
2: Or if they threaten to trade him to Pittsburgh? Now I bet he'll just sit down and be very quiet.
0: What? He's like, we're going to trade you to Pittsburgh?
1: He's like, yeah, see ya. Are you trying, are you trying to will that into existence, Ryan? Yeah. Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's a playoff team with Russ.
2: I guess I got I got a lot of feelings about that. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you something else. Uh, actually, we can keep talking to the Seahawks. I have a, uh, a football team question when we get to there.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. They, they're not going to show down, but this team, the problem with this team, frankly, comes back. It's not, you know, it's not really, it's not so much about, you know, Russ getting hurt. It's they haven't drafted well in years. No. Their drafts have been a disaster. They trade away all their picks. And they haven't selected a bunch of high quality players. You I look, you mean, go up and down their roster, and you really start to see a picture of a team that is, in terms of what I called the other day, ascending assets. In other words, like I'm not going to call Jamal Adams an ascending asset.
2: Cost too much.
0: He costs too much. You traded first round picks for him. They don't have. So
2: sorry to interrupt you, but I'm Debo D- 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 has this up on the uh, if you're watching on YouTube the recent drafts. <laughs> So they didn't have a first-round pick because of Jay, Jamal uh, Adams in 2021. Jordan Brooks was a surprise first-rounder. There's some late buzz that he might go in first round. I think he's been okay. Uh, Daryl Taylor's actually played relatively well. He leads the team in sacks, so that's good. But L.J. Collier in 2019 was a huge shock as an edge rusher. He's not really an edge guy, and he doesn't even play now. And then before that, Rashad Penny went in the first round as a running back, and everyone's was like, what? what are you doing? Rashad Penny can't even – I don't know if he's healthy now, but when he is healthy, he can't even get on the field. So to your point, Brinson, there have been a lot of –
0: Rashad Benny's is gonna be cut this offseason, almost certainly. Scroll down to uh 2018, that was Penny, right?
2: Did he say play? Yeah, Penny yep. in the first
0: round. And I'm trying to think. Rashad
2: Green who scored the two point conversion. So that 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 worked out. But he he actually um Will Disley, who I don't think is any longer
0: with the team, Shaq Griffin. He,
2: he he called a pass tonight. Oh, Disley did. Okay. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I mean, th- there are some players on the on that. I mean, Michael Dixon's been a really good punter. Sweet. There's some players in that 2018 draft, but, like, for the most part, it's just the Seahawks have whiffed. On they these traded up picks. to get Michael Dixon. Imagine they that. They selected... Here's the thing. You have to
2: hit on every first-round pick, and there's no exceptions. And you look across the, the NFL, really good teams, and, I mean, I'll just say it. The Steelers always hit on first-round picks. The Patriots. I think mean, they were generally...
0: shot Benny over Nick Chubb.
2: Yeah. I'm I mean, sorry. I... That's... I But what were the other non running backs that went in between those two guys? That's Lamar I, Jackson. Well, I don't know if you need Lamar, but what else?
0: Darius Leonard.
2: Yes, I mean that there.
0: Will Boom. Hernandez, Austin Corbett, Braden Smith.
1: Um, yeah. I mean the, the Rashad Penny pick was one that people were like, "What the hell was going on when it happened?" Yeah. You know, that was like that. That got questioned right away.
0: Yes, it, it was. It was a weird pick. They had, I mean, they just haven't drafted very well. And they didn't replace their defense. No, that was a huge problem. Yeah. I mean, they, they simply haven't drafted very well. Yeah, as Molly points out, we don't like to talk about the, <laughs> the penny pick. I mean... A penny for your thoughts?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys.
0: I mean, Rashad Penny is flash; He just show. hadn't stayed healthy, but they didn't need to draft a running yeah. back in the first round no. there. It doesn't matter it was, if he's flash or not. They, I mean, I think the, mostly what happened is they they win the Super Bowl. They go back to the next Super Bowl, and then the Legion of Boom starts to sort of fall apart. And they haven't adjusted to what a more modern style of football, allowing Russ to be Russ. One of the issues started up
2: is that when these quarterbacks you come off their rookie to,
0: deals, sorry for interrupting. Just interrupt. mm-hmm.
2: When these these quarterbacks come off their rookie deals, then you have to start reallocating money much uh, in a much smarter way. And we've seen that happen around the league. It's not just their fault. But Russ was on that rookie deal when he—I I joked earlier in the pre-show about throwing an interception in the end zone, and then you can start paying him, and you can't pay other guys. And I think that's why the defense fell apart. And that's you know that, in addition to not making great early-round picks, has them in their
0: current situation. Yeah, I mean they simply they didn't reboot their defense, and they, so you can't be this team that operates. Uh, like like you're the Legion of Boom with Rush and Marshawn Lentz when you don't really have a run game, you don't have a great offensive line, and you also don't have a defense. It's just a problem.
1: Other yeah, than that, you, you got to have something, yeah.
0: I mean, they have, just have Russ. And now Russ is very clearly off his game because as we talked about on this podcast and told people, and if you should have been fading the Seahawks the last three weeks, Russ... He's. You can tell the ball. The ball is not coming off of his hands. He's. He doesn't have the accuracy. He doesn't have the ball placement that he's had his entire career. This is a major injury. Brady Quinn detailed it several several weeks in a row on this pod, and it's clearly affecting him. He's not healthy, and we don't know now. It's probably gonna at some point click, but it's probably gonna be too late in the season for it to matter. It's already too late in the season. Yeah, it's yeah. way too late. Seahawks the rushed for thirty-four yards. That
1: was their third lowest total in Russell Wilson's career, which started in two thousand twelve.
0: But like, the offense is is a problem, but the defense is a bigger problem because of how they want to play football. You, you can't, you can't. Yeah, run but if person. the offense
2: is clicking, then the defense can be a problem but the offense is not doing anything because I, I contend that every defense is bad this year. Like there's no defense that you like, all right, they're going to shut down whoever you're playing. If they're playing a good team.
0: Yeah. There's like just generally not elite defenses anymore. Yeah. Who's I mean, the, who's the best hats, maybe. Right. I mean, and they're, they're not shutting you down They're been but don't break classic right. pass defense. Um, yeah. Russ is, Russ is, Russ is like in his own head right now with how he's, like how he's throwing the football. I mean, he's you know, he wasn't running like he wasn't he wasn't doing instinctual stuff that he normally does. He had two carries for 16 yards, and that was one of those, and then one of them, he's like diving across for a first down onto his busted hand. Um, and because way, he, that, he got desperate because that was their first first down in the second half
2: after they went three and out five straight times. Yeah. And that two sixteen, that led the team in rushing.
1: Terrible. Don't and you think? mentioned you mentioned his passing yards at two forty-seven. Eighty-six of those came on. The final drive. So before that final drive started, he only had 161. That's not good.
0: This is an interesting thought from Mark Humes in the um in the chat. The Seahawks need to offer to trade Russ to get back assets, offering to the Eagles for Hurts and picks, probably a win for both teams. Debo, would you do that deal?
2: What kind of picks are we talking? Three first rounders. Nope. <laughs> two first rounders. Yeah, nope. two first rounders and Jalen Hurts. No. Britson, would you do two first-rounders? The two bottom first-rounders. I think we're like ninth and 15th. ninth, 15th. For Russ? And Jalen Hurts for Russ. Russ is 33.
1: Happy birthday, Russ. That was his birthday. He, Monday was his birthday. Not a good birthday. Would you do that, Britson?
2: <laughs> ninth, 15th, and Jalen Hurts for Russ Wilson if you're the Eagles? I would give up
1: a first-round pick in 2022 and one in 2023. I wouldn't give up both this year. What about in- that,
2: Debo? The 15th pick in 2022? and then a first-rounder in 2023.
1: I can get behind that. Okay, Because at least you can think, hey, we'll be good in 2022. Hopefully that 2023 pick will be way in the back because we'll make the playoffs, and then you don't feel as bad giving it up.
2: Actually, I've been thinking about this a lot because every week I do these, these mock drafts. If you draft a quarterback and you're a terrible football team, every other pick after that and every pick at free agency should be the offensive line. We sort of talked about that last thing. You have to have an offensive line. So the Eagles' offensive line actually isn't terrible. But if they felt like it needed to be improved, I would... To trade for Russ, and you see two of the first rounders and first round picks. I mean, an offensive lineman. Wherever you go, you need to have offensive linemen because without it, it doesn't matter who your quarterback is.
1: I think the bigger question is what what is going to happen with Pete Carroll? Because if Russell yep. Wilson's leaving again, he's 70 years old and Notre Dame, you well, know, he's
0: not, you don't want to rebuild at 70. Well, I, but I th- I think that this offseason, so Pete Carroll went out and got, and John Schneider got uh, Shane Waldron as the new OC. Yeah, But Pete Carroll basically is not – unless Shane Waldron is – this is his doing. <laughs> right? I mean, like, I mean, maybe it's, you know, maybe everything he said – They're still not is, going foot on fourth
2: down. They're still conservative. I, You're losing on those plays. Those plays are costing you field position,
0: possessions, and ultimately games. So, I don't I, I've, know. I've been – a. I've long been a Pete Carroll defender, but it is hard to defend him right now because of how they're what they're doing on off. Like he brought in a new offensive coordinator who said they were going to run tempo, and they just they don't do it. They're the only team in the NFL, I believe, with two games or less of 60 plays or less. In other words, they just don't, you're not get like you are not getting plays for Russell Wilson. And a lot of those plays are runs on first down with Alex Collins and a and everyone knows you're doing it. So the problem, though, is that Jody Allen is the owner. And we don't, you know, the late Paul Allen's wife. We, we don't know. We we don't know. Sister. Sister. Sister, sorry. That's right. My bad. Um, I was thinking I, I got an ownership thing confused. We just don't know how she would handle Russ going, coming to ownership. Because that's what you'd have to do, I think. And saying, because I don't think you can go to John Schneider and say it's either me or Pete. I think you have to go to ownership and say, it's either me or Pete or me and me or Pete and John. I, I don't know how this would all play out, but I I think ultimately that if you have a newish owner like that, they would tend to side with the people that they work closely with in the structural organization part of, of the football. Like they're going to probably side with the front office, right? And say, what do we, what do we do here? And the front office would be like, well, you should definitely fire us. So, I mean, it feels like a Russell Wilson trade is coming.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, well, it's funny because, look, you're the owner. The owner is going to have final say whether Russell Wilson gets traded. John Schneider can work out a deal, but that's something where the owner is going to have to green light it. And they're going to have to say, OK, yeah, you can pull the trigger on that and get rid of our star player. And we don't know anything about her as far as, you know, what she wants from the team. Besides, obviously, you know, you want to win Super Bowl maybe she doesn't want Pete Carroll there anymore. Like we literally have no idea. And so it definitely adds a mystery element to, let me the, ask you this, Brent,
2: Brenton and or breach. If she says to Pete, listen, I want you to stay around, but you, you have to start going forward and forth down. You have to change the way fundamentally that you coach in these <laughs> conservative situations. What's Pete, if you're Pete Carroll, what are you saying as a 70 year old? Who's had a lot I, of success. I don't, think
0: it, I don't think she's no, but I don't, just for, for
2: the second argument, that's what she says to him. What is Pete Carroll saying?
0: I mean, I think you're like uh all, all due respect, Jody. <laughs> um, I've won a Super Bowl and a national multiple national championships. I think that's right. I think I'm I think I'll do the play calling and the decision making. I think here. you're I think you're exactly right. And then and then that's where you would have been the she fires
2: she fires or Pete breach breach notes. He just moonwalks out of the room and he goes on to whatever he's got
0: next lined up. I mean, I feel like Pete has a, t- a lot of power in Seattle still, even with the way he's coaching. You but say why, that, but why? Because he's been there forever and he won a Super Bowl. Like, what? Why? what is he, he done to lose power? People are talking about firing Mike Tomlin. I don't think Pete Carroll's uh, untouched. Talking about firing Mike Tomlin. Oh, Steelers fans are talking about that every week. No, 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 fans don't matter. I mean, fans matter obviously. I, mean, I know what we mean like fans don't matter. Fans don't matter when it comes to like, what happens in the is For the fans, my God. If the yeah. fans you know,
1: matter, we, we need to clip it. Clip it, saying, clip Brinson, saying fans don't matter. No
0: heels. The, <laughs> go heels. If the fans mattered. How about the hell up Friday night? Maybe go Tar Heels. (laughs) If the fans mattered, then the Detroit Lions would be good, but they're not.
2: Well, they fired Jim Caldwell, who, as you might have heard, went ninety-seven back-to-back years and got fired.
0: All right. Can I just note that
2: a lot of Pete on a first-name basis was used in that conversation? Just want to bring that up. Thank you. Yeah, take that, Brenton. Well, hold on. The, the rules change when
1: it's someone who has two first names. So right. like, Thank you, if you if you have a first name as a last name, then it, it that is often you How use their Carols first name. How
0: many Carols do you know? I, Actually, uh, the, the CLs.
1: Have story. you ever watched a Hallmark Christmas movie? Literally every character is named Carol.
2: Christmas Carol?
0: Exactly. It's her last name.
1: And we don't want people to be confused about whether they're listening to a Hallmark Christmas Carol podcast or a football podcast. Also, it's am-
0: Jody Carol Allen, so, you know, you don't want anybody <laughs> to be confused. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> that was believable. I was like desperately hoping there would be a Carol in the front office of the uh, the Seahawks. So we'd be, like, we didn't want to get confused with Carol Carter, vice VP of human resources for the Seahawks. Just saying, I
2: don't want to take us away on this tangent. We should get to this break, but just wanted to note that.
0: There's a Karen in the front office. By the
2: way, do you know Archie Bunker's real name? Carol O'Connor.
1: Do you know where Chargers coach Brandon Staley went to college? John Carroll. Carroll.
2: Or John, as you call it. That's true. All
0: right. Let's take a break, (laughs) and when we come back, we'll talk about the team that actually won the game, the Washington football team. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Mm. For the playoffs, sort of. Not about even together. just the conversation that yeah, they're in the that
1: they're the they're number seven seed. The number
2: seed. Hello, there we go. They're four spots ahead of Demos. They are team.
1: the conversation.
2: Wow, I don't think I realized that.
0: Obviously, didn't realize that.
2: Knocked yeah. out your Minnesota Vikings.
0: What a plot twist that is! And at, frankly, it's a plot twist because we that
1: is one team we have not mentioned at all. We literally spent time last night talking Sunday night talking about. Which NFC team had the best chance of getting into that seven spot? Obviously, mentioned the Vikings. We went down the list. We named the Eagles. We named the Falcons. We named the Saints. We even named the Panthers. We did not name Washington.
2: And by the way, Breach, uh, they are five and two in the NFC, which is why they bumped the, the Vikings, who were four. Uh, and,
1: three. and what does that mean? They're zero and
0: four against AFC teams. They're also three and zero coming out of their bye, and. Ron Rivera, Rivera off, off the, the bye.
1: bye. Ron
0: Rivera <laughs> off the bye. Ron Rivera is an Andy Reid disciple. There you go. Um, they they so coming into the bye, they held the Packers to 24 points. Remember, they had the worst passing defense in all football, and they weren't great on on Monday night. They gave us some big passes. Shout out to the offense for carrying them. But uh, 24 points to the Packers, 17 points to the Broncos, 19 points to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, 21 to Carolina on the road in a massive game. That you know, everyone was pumped up for, and then of course they held the Seahawks to 15. They're not a pretty. They're not a pretty team. This is very much a Ron Rivera sort of squad that is is overachieving with the defense coming together. I think the defense is just it's playing better now. It's weird because Chase Young is hurt. Can't play um, worse. But I mean, yeah, you can't play worse. But the defense is, is, is improved over the last month and a half, and we we see this with teams sometimes where yeah. you know the defense takes a little while to come together. Washington uh, has the Raiders up next at the Raiders on Sunday, and then Dallas at Philly at Dallas, Philly at New York. All due respect to Mike McCarthy, to Jalen Hurts, to Nick Sirianni. Those are winnable games.
2: This actually works out well for me because I had Washington winning the division the st- back in August.
0: I got to bet on it. Let's go get it.
2: So, uh, let me put this out there, and then I want to hear your Mike McCarthy rumor, which I haven't heard yet about him being in the hot seat. Would you rather have – so, Washington replaced Minnesota as the seventh team. Minnesota's now eighth. Would you rather have Taylor Heineke or Kirk Cousins to play out the rest of your season to get you to the playoffs?
0: Mm. I think Kirk Cousins, but Taylor is playing well. Breach. I think Kirk Cousins
1: is more talented and more polished, but I know what my ceiling is with Kirk Cousins. We almost saw Taylor Heineke just go out and beat the Buccaneers in the playoffs last year. He was the only one that even played well against them. Uh, He beat them. Uh, He's a wild card. And so I think you at least have a chance at a win in the playoffs with Heineke. I I don't think you have with Cousins just because Cousins is what he
2: is. History says you don't have. I'm with you. I'm with Heineke. Because if nothing else, Heineke can go crazy one day and just go off. Also, Heineke, you can't tackle him behind the line of scrimmage, apparently. He's incredibly elusive. Whereas Kirk Cousins is just asking to get hit and sacked, and, and that
0: seems to be mm. and make bad plays Ooh. down the stretch. What do we Boston got here? He the Philadelphia oh, Eagles. Good boy, Debo. Nine that, to nine to one is kind of interesting with that with two games because you're two games back of Dallas. What do you like better? Nine to one or fourteen to one with Debo's Eagles? Um
2: I like nine to one with the team that's quite
0: like in second class. place. Yeah. But they have Eagles have their bye. Oh, no, 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 no. that's right. No, they're another game in MetLife Stadium against the Jets, and then they're by. I think I would rather have Washington because the Eagles only have one game remaining against the Cowboys. They lost the first one at Dallas. And if if you're trying to catch Dallas. You know, you even though they're a better theoretically a better team, you need the games against Dallas because you you you're, you can guarantee yourself a full game in the standings by beating the Cowboys. Well, and the
1: ugly part for the Eagles, they don't really have any margin for error at least when it comes to winning the division because they're zero and two in the division right now. Right. So if you lose just one of those last four, you're three and three best case scenario, and that just puts you on the outside looking in as far as all those tiebreakers go. Whereas you have Washington and the Cowboys who are both undefeated in the division right now you know if washington man washington went four and two in the division last year they're one and zero this year you have five straight games to close the season and i mean three on the road if, but if you go four and one there, you feel pretty good about your chances of winning the division. Just, I mean, for you the four team. and one in your final five division games. Yeah. You feel pretty good about well, five and, and, and the division. They're five and two in their last seven division games.
0: If the, if the, if the, if Washington closes six and oh, there's a path to there's the playoffs. Nobody's saying a, that.
2: What is the Mike McCarthy angle that you have?
0: Oh, so did you see what? Um, uh, let's see. Did you see what... Uh, you got COVID. I know that. Yes, yeah, so he's got COVID. So he's not coaching on Thursday. Did you see what he called uh, Dan Quinn when he spoke with USA Today? Well, have, you, have you not seen this? this, is a, this I thought you this, tweeted
1: it, but I this, He wouldn't coming. call him the interim coach, right?
0: Yeah, this is uh, uh, from Jory Epstein of USA Today, who covers the Cowboys there. Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, this is what Mike McCarthy confirmed to USA Today. Dan Quinn will be, quote, the point person for the decision-making process, end quote. <laughs> what are we do? He won't call him the interim coach. And so I went back and listened to his interview on 105.3 The Fan from Monday morning. And he is so, one, he's very sullen and not- Did he not- have
2: COVID? Did we know he had COVID Monday morning by that time when you heard the interview or not yet? No,
1: here's the thing is we did. It was actually reported- sunday and for some yep. reason because football was happening it just happening, blew over, it just blew over. It, it, he was put on the COVID list on sunday and it wasn't it didn't come out okay. until today so what but,
0: did he say so, and he it was weird they they sort of didn't talk about it a ton they didn't talk about dan like the I, I i don't think it was with the uh shannon rj show i don't think they asked him who would be calling the plays i, I may have missed that part of the interview but like the whole, they were prepped. They're like, like, how, what do you do? Like self evaluation here. You know, you know, do you have to look do, like these questions that are, are you wouldn't ask to a seven and four head coach who's in first place in the division? It felt, it was very like, like a Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett situation. That's his concern. Some people think that will happen with Kellen Moore. But the other well, thing well, is, yeah. and I was like, I was like, they're like, you know, you lost, they've lost three of four and the three losses have been ugly. Raiders at home on Thanksgiving. Yeah. The Chiefs held him to, what,
1: nine points? And, oh, got- and I'm dumb. Everybody but McCarthy was put on Sunday. McCarthy was today. Okay. So they right. had they had four guys put on yesterday. Terrence Steele, the right tackle, was one of them. Uh, Philbin and a couple other assistant coaches. Oh, so McCarthy too. was today. Right, just, yeah. Just to clarify.
0: And so they lost three or four. I think, I think there must be some heat being turned up. And the reason why you don't tell call Dan Quinn interim head coach is that that team goes out and dominates with Dan Quinn People are gonna be like, "Whoa, should is the wrong?" They're gonna guy say yet. that anyway. Doesn't it's, matter. It's what weird he, that
2: he didn't call him the interim head coach. That is weird, but it doesn't matter. You can call him, you know, you're you call him Uncle Rico if you want. If he wins fifty-five to nothing, you're so like, hey, maybe or this guy. You, you can just you, say yeah, yeah, you can call him Captain
0: Farts. He could have just said, "Hey, he Dan wins. Quinn."
1: Dan's gonna be coaching the team this week. Like he doesn't even have to put a label on it. Just calling him the point man is just weird. It's like you're going he's, out of your way to not
0: put like ideas in Jerry Jones's head that you need to be replaced. He's the point person for the decision making process. And it was like, but but Mike McCarthy, I think it was like Mike McCarthy will be on Zoom calls up until the second the football is kicked off. It's like, what are you doing? What are we talking about
2: Although here? all last year, I was wondering if Mike McCarthy was in the hot seat. And then Jerry Jones kept ha- had to keep answering questions about how he's going to be back next year, next year being this year, of course. And they did better with Dak Prescott, not surprisingly. But I've never been sold on Mike McCarthy as as an answer, even after he spent the year, you know, walking the earth looking for football analytics. Is spent the weekend with- at
0: PFF.
1: <laughs> well, and 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 the thing about this Thursday game is that you have Dan Quinn, a defensive mind, so he is not even going to pay an iota of attention. He's like, "Kellen, Killamore, just do whatever you want, man. Call your game. Yeah. You, I'm not going to be like looking over your shoulder. That's I'm not concern. Mike McCarthy. And so, if the Cowboys go out and put up 40 points with McCarthy out, that yeah, definitely that's where you fire, get a little worried. Kissing
0: Susie Colbert again. And we need we need to like you know because it used to be like Jason Garrett would pop in and be like,
1: "Hey Jerry, right, right. This guy is guy. where uh, no, Wade building up again." Yeah, where Wade Phillips got Jason Garrett,ed we're gonna see uh, McCarthy get
0: moored. I, I mean, so yeah, I I, I don't know it, it, the the point person thing threw me off. I was like, what? Why did he call him a point person? He's just the coach. He's just coaching. He's your defensive coordinator now. He's the interim head coach. He's coaching the team. There's so many. So, and, and here's the thing: if the Cowboys were to, and I don't think the Cowboys will miss the playoffs. Right, seven Good
2: lord! No, that would be something. That would be something. I mean, Where the Cowboys
0: were to
1: lose the division three weeks ago. It was impossible. They're going to miss the playoffs, and it's, now it's at least plausible. It's unlikely.
2: What it's is plausible. a plausible percentage-wise? What does that mean?
1: Uh Twelve. I would have said one percent, point percent 0.1 percent three weeks ago before this three out of four losses started. Now I'd up that to about twelve percent.
2: Is there a higher or lower than twelve percent chance that Debo's Eagles make the playoffs as the eleventh seed right now? Ooh, I would say that's about what the Eagles' percentage is. All right, so there you go, Debo.
0: So uh, odds. This does not include Monday Night Football, so that that'll that'll it'll change. But they were ninety four percent, ninety four point four percent. But they were definitely ninety nine percent four weeks ago.
2: Oh, so they're still ninety four. Yeah, I
0: and mean, they're not still right. in really good shape. Eighty eight percent to win the division again. This is before the the Washington game um, on Monday Night Football. Just looking at Football Outsiders. Uh, my whole point is just that if Mike McCarthy. If the Cowboys somehow miss the, don't win the division, Mike McCarthy will be on the hot seat. Or, or, or you know, or, or if somebody tries to hire Kellen Moore to be their head coach, Mike McCarthy may lose his job, at the expense of Kellen Moore, because I don't think Jerry Jones will let Kellen Moore walk out the door.
2: Well, he has a track record of not letting that happen for sure. Correct.
0: So, um, Washington, interesting team. J.D. McKissick got back hurt. Antonio Gibson uh, look look good in this game.
2: Because it was seen walking around in the locker room after the game for what? That that's sport. that's
0: good. Um, Terry McLaurin. They they didn't use the passing game a whole lot here, but scrappy. Their defense is coming on. Scrappy offense. Potential problem. If you're the Dallas Cowboys,
1: Washington Correct. ran the ball 43 times. The Seahawks only had 43 total plays in the entire game. Humiliant. Like that's how bonkers this whole thing was. Washington time
2: possession was over 41 minutes. It was 40. By the way, this final score should have been 24 to 7. They blocked the extra point, ran it back, which this only been the second time in history, I believe, Breach. And then they had that that late drive after the uh the touchdown was overturned that made it 17-9. And yeah, and made- Joey
1: Sly got injured on that blocked PAT that got returned by the Seahawks. Yeah. And
2: because of that, they couldn't
1: kick a field goal down late in the fourth quarter that would have iced the game. So instead they had to go for it. They don't score because that touchdown gets overturned on the goal line. And that's how you set up a Russell Wilson almost super comeback.
2: By the way, Joey Sly blew blew a tire trying to run down that machine green return Mm. that, that is all on the kicker. I would guess there's no reason for an extra point to be that low where it hits the guy in the, in the stomach. Basically what, what's your take on that? Yeah. I mean, there, unless
1: the Seahawks guy got so much penetration that, so it's either on the, the, yeah, the Seahawks guy who, penetrates the yeah, line and blocks the kick that, Brinton. He was
0: making fun right. of the word. Yeah,
1: the tiny package. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Does he uh, like, actually like fire up more like sexual innuendo than John breach? Princeton's <laughs> trying. I saw
1: it. I saw his fourth grade giggle. Um, anyway, go ahead. With so the It was either Sly's part. fault or that lineman's fault that let the guy through who blocked the kick. So, you know, you have to go back and watch the film, but it was one of them too. But even if that happens, you shouldn't have a PAT blocked. And also I'm just shocked that Washington did not have another player on their roster who could kick a 21-yard field goal? I mean,
2: the that, that, uh, punter my, play was one of six on field goal attempts in his career.
0: Somebody in the uh, I think it was Clarence G in the chat said that there is no path for the Cowboys to miss the playoffs. By the way, they have three straight road games coming up.
2: Well, I said last year there, there was a path to nine wins, so there's there's <laughs> a pathway is not the best thing for. Oh, there it is. Pathway is not the best word to use three, for the Cowboys.
0: Three straight road games in Washington at home, Arizona at home, and then at Philly.
2: You just said the uh, odds are ninety four percent. Football Outsiders or somewhere else, Stephen? O. Football Outsiders, probably ninety
0: one percent. Now that the Washington one, I
2: don't think. Nah, it won't be. I don't, won't drop that yep. much.
0: Just saying.
2: Clarence oh. hating on Football
1: Outsiders, saying there's no, it's a zero percent chance. I mean, the Cowboys need to go
0: two and. Well,
2: well, we Cowboys. just said they're better off without Mike McCarthy, so they have a really good chance of winning this next game, and then after that, they just need one more game, according to your math, right? Sure. I mean, they basically do because Washington's five. If if the Cowboys
1: go three and three, they're in. Yeah, so that's yes. that's what it comes down to.
0: <laughs> yes, if the Cowboys go three and three, they're in the playoffs. Cause yeah, probably more than likely. Yeah, ten wins gets you in the playoffs. Oh, All yeah. Right. That'll do it. That's a recap. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. As always, we appreciate y'all. We will see you tomorrow.